Live, and today we answer the question, why anybody thought people in puppet costumes was a good idea? I'll explain more. Let's roll the intro. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Ultra Universe Live. Going a little bit early today due to other uh, chores and stuff we got to get done around uh, home. However, this is one that I didn't want to miss because, well, if I'm worded out, why not you as well? So today we're going to go over a British uh, children's TV show that apparently, according to IMDb, is still on, even though it's not. But it is a show that, as I said, answers the question. Why would people want to walk around in puppet costumes? And, oh, I don't know. This show is called Tots TV, and it went on from uh, 1993 to 1998, part of the CITV, which is one of the uh, telecasts or one of the stations in um, the UK. And, of course, being that we don't want to miss on the fun, we had the English version here. There was a French version, and then there's also a Spanish version that only played in the U.S. as well. The program focuses on three puppets. Tilly, a French girl with red hair, freckles, and pale skin who speaks in basic French, changed to English and Spanish, considering where they were being shown. Tom, a blue-haired boy with glasses and dark skin who is smart, and Tiny, the youngest tot who is smaller than the others and has green hair and pale skin. It also includes their pet donkey, who lives in the stable next to the Tots' secret house, and a mischievous little dog named Furry Boo that the Tots do not know about. That right there should explain so many things and so many reasons why this maybe wasn't the best show for children. Um, the voices are uh, those originally done by Veronique de Roulade. I, I probably screwed up her name, then Claire Carre, and later Alexandra Hogg, Maria Moscardo in the U.S. version. That was Tilly, so she had three different uh, voices. Tom was played by Robin Stevens in the U.K. version, and Mark Hinahan in the U.S., and Tiny, played by Andrew Davenport, played by Kevin Clash in the U.S. version. You might recognize that last name. He actually also did Elmo, so there you go. Uh, Robin and Andrew were also known for some other not-so- Wanted but still highly popular shows like Booba and Teletubbies. That kind of gives you an idea of where all this came from and why we are where we are. Now, the plots were three different parts. Uh, these were usually 10 to 25 minute shows, so each one had a different theme. First one was Going Out. This showed the tots wandering around their forest in the middle of nowhere, um, learning about things. Sometimes they would go to the Whipsnade Wild Animal Park, which is an animal park in the UK, or they would watch Jack the Gardener do his job, or they would just run around the field and do what, I guess, giant puppet children would do and play in the bushes. They also had episodes about staying in, and that is exactly that. They would play games inside their secret house. They would make up imaginary events and go on imaginary journeys, Sometimes sitting in a giant box. Yes, there's an episode all about Tiny's box. Lastly, if the show happened to be fuller length on the 25-minute side, they would have some animations. One was called Noah's Ark Story, based on one of their toys in the house, called the Noah's Ark in the Secret House. Or it was an animation sent in by one of the viewers who would be watching the program, and they would make an animation out of it. 
So really, as far as the plot line goes, this is not too far from, say, like a Sesame Street. Every time you would have the episode teaching kids about something. However, versus Sesame Street, which I guess one would say is not much better, giant, I guess, full-grown adults, maybe, because they look pretty tall, in child puppet costumes was something hard to get past, at least on my end. Now, they did have some recurring jokes, which, reading them, are less of a joke and probably something that really only a five-year-old would kind of understand. So their dog, Furry Boo, who apparently they never knew was there, would always cause mischief or would help out the tots. I guess he was having a good day, he would decide to be friendly. Uh, for instance, in one moment, he helped them put their star on their Christmas tree. Nice, invisible dog friend, I guess. Um, when things went wrong, another recurring joke was they would like to be silly and call each other's names. However, these names were food products, which make no sense. So, for instance, they would call themselves banana, sausage, or tomato. Not really sure why. Maybe it's more of a UK. And again, this is no offense to the UK broadcasting system of children's shows. I think, unfortunately, when you translate it over to another area or another country, it loses the supposed charm, maybe. Um, however, I did watch a couple episodes. It's not as visually off-putting as you would think. However, the strange high-pitched voices and the fact that they pretty much live in the cabin in the woods, it's a little unnerving for a kid's show. Lastly, they would have telephones that signify their favorite color with the same phone number of 12345. And of course, they would talk to each other on the phone even if they were sitting right next to each other. Again, not that weird. Kind of funny, I guess. Um, if you want to check it out, you can actually buy the DVDs and such. Um, some episodes had full names like Middle of the Night or Tom's Trumpet. Other ones had names like Rabbit or Hedgehog or Snail. We did have one called Kittens. That sounds cute, right? Um, in 2004, Ragdoll and Carlton International announced they had a security broadcast deal with BBC to rebroadcast the series from that month when it first aired on the CBeebies on BBC2 as well as the CBeebies channel. Internationally, the series was also telecast in the United States on PBS from 1996 to 2002 with Tilly speaking Spanish instead of French. In 2000, Discovery Kids, remember Discovery Kids? That was actually a pretty clever uh, Discovery channel uh, there. Broadcast the series throughout Central and South America, the Caribbean, and the Falkland Islands. In Holland, the series is aired on Kindernet, all of which are specific channels to those places that are specifically for kids' shows. It did actually win a BAFTA award for its producers Ann Wood and director Vic Finch, so obviously it did something right. Um, we had a couple specials, one of which was a short series of episodes in the U.S., a big treasure adventure set on a pirate ship from England to Australia, and several Christmas specials, including one filmed in Roviami. Finland, which actually, if you've seen the webcams there, it looks like Santa's Village. It's actually pretty freaking cool. So you check out that webcam. We have a series of educational tots video specials that were released strictly to video in 1997, were printed in 2000 by Carlton, including long or included hour-long episodes based on things like the alphabet, numbers, animals, and also basic French. So they took quality into account to decide, hey, the show may be a little odd, but let's take advantage of the fact that people like to have their kids learn things, and there you go. Um, as I mentioned, the VHSs were uh, printed from 93 to 94. Bet you, though, if you went on Amazon or eBay, you might be able to pick up a copy. 
if you so necessarily thought to choose from. And of course, if you go on YouTube, you can actually find 15 to 20 minute episodes of the show. Um, I started watching a little bit on my phone and then stopped for obvious reasons. So as weird as the show was, it actually wasn't that odd for the time being. Um, think about how Sesame Street has, you know, the Israeli versions, the Chinese versions, the Spanish versions. It's basically the same show, just in a different area of the world. That being said, the jokes, the visuals, and the background maybe made more sense to those living in the area. However, if you're watching it at the wrong time of day, and you just happen to come across one of those YouTubers that explains how weird it was, you probably will never look at these things the same again. But that being said, what is your thoughts on Tots TV? How many of you guys remember Tots TV? Surprisingly, not until recently when I was on YouTube searching for um, retro shows to go over, had I actually come across it. But apparently it was on PBS in the USA. So I totally just missed it. Probably for good reason, but I totally just missed it. All right, guys. That being said, thank you so much for joining us. Now, due to conflict of interest or um, uh, uh, appointments today, we may not be able to come back for class later. We will let you know. However, I will try to at least put a post up for the video if need be. As always, we have a brand new set of shows tomorrow and Sunday, and then a brand new week of fun on Monday as well. Thank you, everybody, for watching us. If you haven't yet, please go hit that subscribe button at YouTube and Twitch, the official Rob Glasser Network. Thanks for watching once again, and stay curious. Bye, guys.